0: Hello, and welcome to the February podcast from Le Monde Diplomatique. The February issue devotes its first five pages to the Israel-Hamas conflict, with contributions on different aspects of its causes and consequences from five writers. My guest today is one of them, respected Middle East commentator and Deputy Director of the French edition of Le Monde Diplomatique, Alain Gresh. Alain's article focuses on the effects of the Israeli action in the region and beyond. I asked him first... About the consequences for Hamas's position, both politically and militarily,
1: it seems that in general Hamas has been strengthened. It could look a paradox because uh, we have seen the destruction in Gaza and what happened militarily and in the fight between Hamas and Israel. Israel has lost only 13 persons, and the Palestinians have lost 1,000. 30, 100 people. But uh, on the military side, it seems that the core of Hamas fighters has not been touched, and their capacity to send rockets on Israel, of course, is less than it was before the war, but it is still present, and even after the ceasefire, there are still some rockets falling on uh, Israel. In this sense, uh, Hamas can present to the Palestinians a kind of victory or semi-victory. Even if we can imagine that uh, destruction in Gaza and the situation of the people, the Palestinians in Gaza, has some negative consequence on, on Hamas, I imagine some Palestinians will say it is uh, Hamas who is responsible. Even if what we heard from the people uh, on the ground is that most of the people consider that Israel is uh, responsible. The second uh, Political victory of Hamas is the fact that Palestinian Authority and Fatah has been really weakened, and this is, uh, we can see it from all observers on, on the ground, the fact that in the beginning the Palestinian Authority didn't condemn in a very clear way the attack on Gaza, the fact that they didn't do anything during the fight. The fact also that it is for perhaps the first fight between Israel and the Palestinian in, in which the Fatah, the organisation of Yasser Arafat, is not fighting against the Israelis. I think this has weakened the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas and the Fatah. In this sense, it's, it can be said it is also a victory for Hamas.
0: So paradoxically, Hamas may come out of this in a in a strengthened position overall.
1: Yes, we see now that everybody is trying to negotiate with Hamas. The Israeli government is trying to negotiate with them through Egypt. Egypt is trying to make some pressure on Hamas. You can't have any solution, either at short term or long term, without Hamas. And in this sense, Hamas has been strengthened. Even, if, again, I mean, they have lost some fighters, some leaders, perhaps... Uh, The difficulty of the situation in uh, in Gaza will have some consequence on their popularity among the Gazan people. In general, we can say that I think, from their point of view, and without talking, of course, of all the civilian dead, etc., it's a political it's it's a victory.
0: Now, in your article, you write about the regional consequences as well, and you talk about Turkey, which has traditionally been an ally of Israel, and. It has it has changed its stance in in the last month, hasn't it?
1: Yes, it, for two reasons. One is in Turkey, as in all the Muslim world and even wider than the and the Muslim world, there were really very big demonstrations against, against the Israeli war in Gaza and people were really shocked by the image coming from Gaza. And I think in Turkey perhaps there was the greatest demonstration against the Israeli war. There was two to three million people in the street, not only in Istanbul and Ankara, but also in small villages and small towns. This is one reason, of course, of uh, uh, the Turkish government position. But the second one is the fact that, as you know, Erdogan, who is the prime minister, tried for many months to mediate between Israel and Syria to begin again negotiation, open negotiation between the two countries to try to reach an agreement. Some days before the attack, Olmert, the Israeli prime minister, was present in Istanbul and in Ankara, and he didn't say anything about the attack. And I think really Erdogan was shocked by this, uh, the way Israel didn't take in account at all either the, the relations they have with Turkey, knows uh, what Turkey has done to try to find a peaceful solution between Israel and Syria, and so he was really angered, and we, we can feel this anger in the incident between Erdogan and uh, Shimon Peres during the Davos Conference.
0: And Turkey actually called for the suspension of Israel from the UN, didn't it, after the UN school in Gaza was, was attacked?
1: Yes, they called for it. I don't think they will go along with mm. this uh, position, and I don't think they will cut completely the relation with Israel. But it is one of the signs of the isolation of the... Israeli government in the region. Not only Turkey, but even some Arab country which we call moderate like Saudi Arabia have very, very strong position against the Israeli war. And this reflects also the, as I said, the mood of the population in these countries yes. concerning this war.
0: Now, I suppose the country in the region on which all eyes are turned is Iran. I mean, how would you describe the, the reaction in Iran?
1: There are many things about in the press concerning Iran and the role Iran is playing and mm. we must not forget that Iran is not an Arab country. It's, mm. It has not been involved directly in any Arab-Israeli war and it is far from Palestine. They are supporting for a long time now uh, Hamas and uh, Islamic Jihad uh, supporting them militarily, financially, etc. But it's not a main actor. But the fact that they have a very strong anti-Israeli uh, discourse, that uh, they condemn the Israeli aggression, they condemn the position of the United States and European supporting Israel, yeah. gives them a weight in the Muslim world which is uh, bigger mm. and bigger.
0: Now, you, you write in, in your piece about the EU and you say that the EU's support is more closely aligned to Israel than at any time since the 1967 uh, war. Why Why is that, do you think?
1: This change began four or five years ago with the collapse of the Oslo Agreement, uh, with the collapse of the Camp David Summit with the Second Intifada. There are many reasons. One, of course, is the fact that Europe was enlarged and many Eastern uh, European countries Entered Europe and they are pro-Israeli, much more pro-Israeli than France or Great Britain. Yeah. For historical reason, I mean, if you can say the political of uh, Poland or Czech Republic is to take exactly the contrary of the, ant- the old communist regime. As the old communist regime was supporting the Arabs, they are supporting Israel. But this is only one of aspect. The second aspect is the fact that more and more different government has think now in terms which are not only Arab-Israeli, but are really, I think, influenced by the idea of clash of civilization, by the yeah. idea of a Muslim, uh, Muslim terror, Islamist group, and they put in the same basket, if you can say, Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, Al-Qaeda, and this also reflects a trend in the public opinion in Western Europe, which are very afraid of this Islamist movement.
0: I mean you, you write in your article about some of the rhetoric, for example, Berlusconi writing about any attack on Jerusalem being equivalent to an attack on on Western civilization itself, and you, I think you you make a, you make a, a comparison with the Crusades that, that sort of sense of defense of of Jerusalem against the infidels yeah
1: yeah of course, I mean Berlusconi is a particular position here. it it mm. doesn 't reflect the position of all Uh, European country, I don't think uh, a a French leader can speak in this way. But you feel that this trend is playing a big role, and the fact that now for many years, European, which before had a very original position concerning the uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict, which were very positive. Uh, We must uh, remember that uh, France and Europe were the first to recognize the PLO at the moment, Israel and the United States were saying they are terrorists. We were the first to recognize the right of the Palestinian for a state, which today is recognized by everybody. And with the evolution of the situation, instead of being in the vanguard of some movement of the Western world concerning Israel and Palestine, we are behind the American. If yeah. tomorrow the Americans open a dialogue with Hamas, we will support them. But we will not be at the front, and I think it's uh, it's negative. We will not be at the front trying to make things move.
0: Now, tell me about Sarkozy's France because its role and its position has changed recently.
1: Yes, but uh, you know the change began before Sarkozy came to power. The two last years of Jacques Chirac uh, presidency, we saw this trend. More or less, it was to, to strengthen the relation with Israel. Mm. Uh, The bilateral relation with Israel, the relation of uh, European Union with Israel, without any relation with what was happening on the Palestinian field. The idea, I mean, at least the official discourse was to say, if we get better relation with Israel, we will be able to make pressure on them, they will listen to us. Mm. But the reality is that we are developing our bilateral relation, France and European Union, with Israel without any... Consequence on the Israeli position on the Palestinian uh, field.
0: We're talking now just a couple of days after the Israeli election. Is it too early to, to talk about how the, the likely balance of power will settle in Israel, do you think?
1: No, I don't think it's too early. We know that uh, Israel is moving right more and more. Mm. I mean, not only with the uh, Liberman party, mm. but even with Likud. I mean, yeah. uh, even if Kadima at the end made a little be- better than it was expected in the polls. The triumph of the right wing is really very, very uh, big. It's really uh, what we can call fascistic trends. I mean, we you, you have people in this, not only in Lieberman's part, but even in Likud calling openly for expelling the Arab... The, Arab citizen of Israel who are calling for uh, war crimes against the Palestinians. I mean, it's really a shift in the public opinion, and I think uh, the war made against Gaza, with the support of ninety-five percent of the Israeli Jews, helped the shift to the right.
0: And uh, lastly, is it too early to talk about Obama's presidency and and its attitude to? To I think
1: it is a little uh, too early. I think the American politics is not done by one man, I mean there are strategic interests of the uh, United States, part of it is oil, part of it is a bilateral relation and the strategic alliance with Israel. This will not change with Obama or with anybody else. But of course there can be some, uh, some shift, but till now it's difficult to say, uh, because Obama will have to deal with all the issues in the Middle East, not only Israel and Palestine, but also with Iran, with Iraq, and we so saw his opening to, towards Iran, towards negotiation, perhaps with Iran. All these things are linked. But what we know for sure is that we will know very quickly because. Obama was forced, I don't know if he intended to or not, to enter this field of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict from the beginning of his mandate. So we will see very rapidly what he is able to do in uh, this negotiation. But I don't think we can uh, know it for sure from now. I mean, it will depend on many factors. And we don't know really what Obama is wants. I mean, we know... Everybody wants peace, of course, but will he be, will he be able to pressure on, to make pressure on Israel? What will be his relation with the Arab countries, etc.? It's too early to know.
0: I was talking to Alain Gresh about his article in the February edition of Le Monde Diplomatique, Gaza War Changes Middle East Equation at Israel's Expense. You can find that online at mondediplo.com or read it in the print edition. The website also has the full Le Mans diplomatic Diplomatique Archive, which is searchable by subscribers. I hope you'll join me next month for another interview with one of our contributors. Until then, thank you for listening, and goodbye.